0: Today on Snail Trail 4x4, Tyler Sweats and Jimmy Welds. Well. Welcome one, welcome all to the Snail Trail 4x4 Podcast. If you like going off-roading in Toyotas, wrenching on Toyotas, camping in Toyotas, and maybe even poking a little bit of fun at Toyotas, and of course, hearing about how awesome up-travel and down-travel are, then this is the podcast for you. I am your host today, and sitting—oh, sorry—I guess my name's Tyler, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I am your host today, Tyler, and sitting here next to me is my esteemed colleague, JJ, the Hydrojet. JJ, how are you? I'm doing good. Nice. I'm doing well. That's good. I am. Uh, Have you recovered from the past seven days yet? Uh, yeah,
1: for the most part. I actually yeah. had a decent night's sleep last night. So, yeah, it was it was much needed.
0: I did not sleep at all last night.
1: No, I don't. I didn't (laughs) think so. You got a lot going on here today, and uh, yeah, I I could finally wash my hands of a little bit of Mm -hmm. it, and I was able to step away from a little bit and. Have a semi-relaxing night. So, yeah. So, even though my head... I got woke up at like 3 and my head was moving and it took me a while to fall back to sleep. I but,
0: also woke up at 3. Oh, really? I woke up in a cold sweat because it was one of those moments where I realized I hadn't edited and set the podcast to release. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, shit, I gotta go. <laughs> so I, I woke up at 3, ran down to the computer and edited the podcast at 3 a.m. Oh, wow. And got it out. I think it was out. That's that's dedication, ladies and gentlemen. That's dedication. 5.30 to 6.00, somewhere around there, is when I got it released. So I got it released before the West Coast, for the most part, was up. (laughs) Yeah.
1: That's awesome. What time (laughs) do you normally set it to release? Because it's all usually there when I wake up.
0: I usually set it for 2 a.m. West Coast time. Okay. So 5 a.m. East yeah. Coast time. Yeah. So 5 a.m. East Coast time, 2 a.m. West Coast time. Um, that's if I'm on the ball and, and get right. it all set. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which wasn't what last Which is Thursday? Which was not this last week. Uh, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I think I was at your house uh-huh. and you were just edit finish editing, the, yeah, that the was on
0: Monday. You came oh, over Monday it? morning, and yeah. I was I was editing. Oh, that's right. It was like yeah. ten a.m., and I was like, "Don't judge me." Yeah, <laughs> this podcast going and out here a little like,
1: later. <laughs> don't 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 judge me. I'm uploading a video, the video <laughs> yeah, of the podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so we got it out Monday before evening time. We're good. Yeah,
1: yeah, <clears throat> um, wasn't bad. Yeah, so... And then I think, was it the last, the Thursday before that, we were uh-huh. way off, right?
0: It was something like that where we ended up getting it out like Thursday night yeah. or like the night time of the, yeah, the release day.
1: I remember I did a... Uh, YouTube or an Instagram story (laughs) saying, like,
0: don't worry, it's coming. We got it coming. I was impressed, though. Nobody... Well, I don't know if I was impressed or a little worried, but nobody mentioned it. Right. We didn't get any (laughs) messages of people saying, where is it? What's
1: going on? Are you guys still alive?
0: Either that means... (laughs) People trust us to get the podcast out. Or they don't care. Or we don't have any (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Yeah. No media.
1: Like instant listeners or something. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's funny. (laughs) I'm surprised none of our patrons responded or shout out to us.
0: Oh, yeah. Or like post on the Facebook page or something. Or like, hey, where
1: is it? What's going on? Maybe they all Mm -hmm. watched my Instagram story. I don't
0: know. (laughs) (laughs) So, anyway, so speaking of patrons, thank you guys, everybody out there. Um, We are coming up to the end of September, so that means the uh, Factor $5,500 gift card drawing is coming up in the next week, week and a half. We'll Mm -hmm. be announcing that. uh, I believe we'll be announcing it on the October 3rd? That sounds about right. Or is it going to be... I think it's going to be on the October Mm -hmm. 3rd, not the 7th. So, we also have a special guest planned for you guys on October 3rd. So... Uh, you will recognize his voice right away, most likely. Uh, I hope so. I hope so too. So, yeah. uh, we're gonna try and see what we can do to have him on the show more often. But you guys, that's all I'm telling. Good. That's all JJ's telling over here too. I haven't so. said a word, <laughs> as is most podcasts. <laughs> you, I'm kidding. Pretty much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. So uh, yeah, we're gonna have him on the show. It's gonna be a great time. Uh, make sure you listen in on the third. You guys all probably all want to say hi to him. So. Uh, Yeah, that's it. So thank you to the patrons for supporting and being on on the ball there with all of your donations to the cause. Uh, We have some interesting plans. Uh, for the some of the, the funds we've been getting and saving up here mm-hmm. after the gift boxes go out. So once the gift boxes go out, then we have some other plans for the funds that have to do with swag. Yeah. Some fun swag items. So Speaking of gift boxes, I think uh, mm-hmm. we discussed last
1: time um, that we're going to open the gift box tier back up in October. Yes. yes. So if you're in the gift box tier right now, it's closed down, you're locked down, you're in it. Um, you don't have to worry. But if you're looking to get into the gift box tier, uh-huh. it's gonna be opening up in October.
0: Yes. Um did we have we announced what's in the gift boxes yet?
1: No, we're keeping it secret. We're keeping it secret yes. still until October. Yeah, I've got okay. this a special little prize stuff right there uh, too, right a- off camera.
0: <laughs> Don't turn the and camera down that there. Way a little bit. Actually
1: there's two items right over there. Yeah. So uh
0: the last items for the gift box that we're waiting on just got shipped yesterday.
1: Mine the ones I ordered got shipped yesterday oh, as well. Nice. Mm-hmm. So cool! We
0: should have all the items here ready to package up for
1: you guys. A little confusion about discount codes and where to purchase <laughs> things, and how I did not know you could get discount codes through Amazon.
0: See, I didn't either. I didn't realize you could you could set up a discount code for explicit product. Yeah. on Amazon, I thought that Amazon discount codes were good for anything on Amazon. Yeah, I didn't. So. Yeah, I got. That was I cool was given out.
1: a discount code, and I went to their website to download yeah. to buy something. And I'm like, this code doesn't work, and they're like, Are you doing it on the website or on Amazon? I was like, You can't do discount yeah. codes on Amazon. <laughs> I'm doing it on your website. They're like, No, you can. It's Incorrect, you can go right James.
0: here. I had no idea. Yeah, I didn't. It's kind of neat. That was cool. Uh, so yeah, that's gonna, we'll be opening up the gift boxes for you guys mm-hmm. uh, in October. So mm-hmm. keep an eye open for that and ear hole open for that. Hopefully both of your ear holes so that you don't miss it. And, um. I think that's it for the updates. We kind of need, we're going to get the show on the roll, on the road. Road. We're going to get the show rolling. Yeah, there you go. On the road. That's, I don't remember what, I don't know how things go. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, one of those things, the, the show's going somewhere and we're going to get it going somewhere quickly here because we have a few different things we want to cover today. Yes. Because if we don't cover them, they're not going to get covered for like three to four weeks. And by then it's going to be old news and so we need to cover it a little bit today before we get into uh the campfire discussion which is today's main topic because it's monday which means you guys get to all watch us um, and you get to watch jimmy take a nap in his big comfy chair so uh, <laughs> uh there he goes all right so without
1: further ado, i could adieu, probably do that and the whole podcast would be fine you could oh, just yeah. talk the whole time
0: I, well yeah we could we just can I'll just let's like, try it sometime you know? where yeah yep. <laughs> we'll just put a little mask on you that every occasionally great. opens its mouth yeah <laughs> or a recording that you occasionally says yeah, yeah uh-huh
1: you could just have a button <laughs> on the on this on the board over there oh uh, no what do you think Jimmy sounds good <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh uh, that'd be terrible i may do it though that'd be so funny <laughs> or i'll record i'll record a podcast at home without you and not tell you anything and then just upload it as a bonus episode yeah. see if you notice and you could take the audio <laughs> clips of me saying things i already have I already, yeah i've made you say some funny things already that you haven't really said so that's funny. <laughs>
1: okay that's all right i have control of the video so
0: that is true making me pick my nose or taking this clips of me picking my nose or falling down on the creeper um Mm -hmm. in the shop and putting those out there so that sounds really really bad you should not fall on creepers i hate when i fall on creepers it's a it's a life lesson you learn very quickly not to do when you can avoid it yes Uh, don't (laughs) accept
1: candy from them either
0: uh, always take candy from strangers kids anyway so with that my friends let's go ahead and take our quick break uh, grab your coffees uh, grab your drinks grab your adult beverages I hear the Wheeling Wine and Whiskey guys love fireball so they're going to grab some fireball with Lorenzo and we'll be right on back with today's main topic and a couple other fun things Welcome back, ladies, gents and kiddos. Hope you guys had a nice little break there. I did. If you even have a break. I don't get breaks. No. I'm not I don't get a union mandated break unlike some other people around here. Hey. I'm going to start charging overtime. Oh, I'd go broke. (laughs) Oh, man. I'm trying to make it up by by buying a bunch of random stuff for the shop. It's working. Okay, good. I'm I'm glad I can buy your friendship. I'm still loving these chairs, too. (laughs) These chairs are awesome. Thank you. You know who you are. We still haven't... We're gonna we're, we're we're gonna keep our promise and keep you anonymous so you don't get other people bugging you for chairs. But uh, thank you, these chairs really are freaking awesome. So. Or
1: possibly in trouble. <laughs> or possibly in trouble. So yeah. Uh,
0: another person we need to thank is um, uh, Dirtbag. So oh, yeah? Dirtbag Music. Yes. Yeah, Dirtbag Johnny. Definitely. So uh, we get our music that you guys hear every episode from him. So definitely go check out uh, Dirtbag. I believe it's Dirtbag dot I can double confirm that real quick. But uh, go check out the website. He has uh, a bunch of different music. He's got a bunch of different clothing. It's a really cool kind of brand that he's kind of set up and done. It's more like a uh an umbrella brand an umbrella for different company, things sure, yeah uh so he's all about the passion of whatever you're doing and he likes the the podcast and what we're doing here so he was like hell yeah use some of the music mm-hmm. uh he talked to the bands for us he's kind of a music manager so uh, yeah huge shout out to dirtbag johnny for hooking us up with the music yeah definitely, definitely. go check him out and go check out the bands there they're in the show notes so you guys can look at those go listen to them they're fun and uh, we have a listener feedback. Oh, yeah. We're going to uh, jump safety, into that. A safety feedback that we're going to throw in here okay. on this episode. Um, rather than waiting for a listener feedback episode, we go over a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is from Joe. And he said, hey, guys, in episode 23, you suggested to a guy to get a plexiglass windshield. Do you remember that? Yes. Yes. So, uh, we were talking about the guy rolled his rig and he bent his his A-pillar and he wasn't sure how to repair the A-pillar so he can put a windshield back in his rig. So, we had recommended... One of our recommendations was to get a plexiglass windshield. Yeah. So, he uh, he said, I'm guessing you just threw that out there as a general term for plastic windshield, but I'm going to be a stickler on this point because it would be dangerous to use plexiglass as a windshield and someone with less experience may think... Well, they said use plexiglass on the shell. Okay. So uh, you would want to use a polycarbonate material like Lexan instead of plexiglass. The main safety issue is that plexiglass will shatter into big, sharp pieces Mm -hmm. that can do more serious damage than not uh, when they get hit with a big impact. Where polycarbonate Mm -hmm. is resistant to shattering. It will crack and split, but it will stay in one piece. Excellent. So uh, that's a very good catch because... I, I didn't realize I didn't know plexiglass shattered I thought that it yeah. was Shattered resistant Like Lexan is I know Lexan is Shatter resistant But I didn't realize plexiglass actually shatters Oh yeah
1: Neither so, did I And I appreciate you uh, Bringing that up
0: Yeah so thank you Joe mm-hmm. um, And thank you for Bringing that up And making sure that We get that corrected For the listeners out there Because yeah plexiglass would definitely Be a bad choice For a windshield <laughs>
1: Anything that shatters That's why yeah. you know A lot of those are tempered So does that and- mean
0: My heart is not A good windshield No Okay.
1: Is it shattered? It, Yeah. Or it something. can get it shattered? Can, it can shatter, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you
1: should definitely temper that.
0: <laughs> uh, Jeff Bakken's Atlas is not a good windshield either because no. it shatters apparently. Yeah,
1: Atlas is, you can't see through him very <laughs> okay. well either.
0: So, uh, thank you, Joe, for that uh, information, that kind of tip and catching and keeping us honest out there. Yes. Um, so, the next update... Is why James over here has been looking so haggard for the past seven days. Uh, uh, mainly because we have pretty much finished the second-gen Forerunner. And we did it all in seven days. Yeah. And I wrote a list here of everything that we did. Oh, yeah? And I'm looking at this list and I'm like, holy fuck, what were we thinking? <laughs> <laughs> So, (laughs) so in seven days, and this is just going to be a quick update. We'll get into some of the more intricate details of it. Uh, uh, go watch the video. We have a video that's posting here either before this episode or shortly after. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm hoping it'll
1: be out tomorrow. So this will be um, on Friday. Yeah.
0: Okay. So this will post Friday. uh, Sorry. This episode that you're listening to will post Monday. The video about what we did to the second gen is coming out three days earlier Friday. So uh, here's everything that we did. We swapped a front axle and brakes. We swapped in a rear axle and brakes. Mm -hmm. We swapped in rear shocks we swapped in a transfer case and did a twin stick mod to it. Yes. We swapped in a hydro ram. Mm-hmm. We swapped wheels and tires. Yep. We put new steering rod ends on the steering setup. We put new rear leaf spring suspension in. We fabricated and installed a new tie rod. We deleted the muffler. <laughs> Yep. We installed a six-channel switch box. Yep. And we installed a twin ARB and onboard air system. Yes. To run the lockers and the airs and everything. that, And that is almost done. That's the last part. I'm waiting on two pieces, two parts or little hose fittings. They're that big. They cost about a dollar a piece, <laughs> and it's holding up everything. So uh, that's the list that I could think of off the top of my head as to what we did for the second gen. Right. And then all the parts that we got the second gen and all the parts we took off the second gen are pretty much sitting in a pile in the shop. For the most (laughs) part, yeah. So uh, that's what we did. Mm -hmm. Uh, The second gen is up and running. Um, I should be able to make it to Barrett Lake, assuming I get those last two parts and get the lockers and air system up and running. Um, But that should be no problem. I just got to find... Two eighth-inch NPT to quarter-inch barbed hose fittings, but yeah, it's all up and running. It's working. We had a few hitches along the way. Yes. <laughs> like the steering. The steering. <laughs> the steering and how about one. The, um, the spline counts? The spline counts on the transfer cases yeah. were uh, not compatible. The transfer case would not slide into position. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing. That was super weird. So that held that. us up like almost 20 hours. <laughs> not 20, maybe 12. 12 hours.
1: Yeah, well, we didn't... Well, tra- we, we, I mean when it was difficult we just it was late at night and we're just like let's let's walk away yeah. before we get frustrated and start doing more aggressive (laughs) damage to it and uh and let's figure it out in the morning yeah which is actually a really smart
0: move it it was it was a very smart move if you ever kind of hit that point where you're just getting frustrated and start hitting things with hammers really hard it's probably (laughs) a good idea to stop for the night and go to bed which we didn't do (laughs) no we we kept hitting it with hammers and then tried to use ratchet straps straps.
1: (laughs) but we didn't hit it we hit it with like a dead blow dead blows we weren't hitting it with like the five pound sledge. No. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the and I want to point out that that mm-hmm. was a that was a like a five thousand foot level list that you put in there because I mean we you didn't necessarily have things like bleeding the brakes and adding gear right. oil and all you know all these Correct. little things it was you know so there was a
0: lot of little baby steps that There's were a lot involved a little baby yes. steps in there um, like p- taking and putting the pinion brake on and then taking it off right. <laughs> Yeah, And putting the rear drive shaft on and then taking it off and putting another one on. Mm-hmm. So uh, there was a lot of kind of little things, little hiccups that, you know, take an extra half an hour mm-hmm. when you do it. But when you combine 20 of those, <laughs> it turns right. out extra 10 hours of work on a rig. So, so shall we start
1: seven days ago and say talk about where we were and oh, what we were going to be doing and the game plan because I think we in the last podcast we just mm-hmm. dis- were discussing um what the chat what we were going to do with the transmissions and the T. yeah cases. and that
0: was that was as of Sunday afternoon mm-hmm. so uh we could start from Monday okay and um so Monday Tuesday Wednesday mm-hmm. uh, we can go through that yeah I think that's a good
1: idea. Let's bring people up to speed on kind of what happened, what we did, and where we were, and and things of that nature. Never again. So, from the last podcast, we were deciding on what we were going to be doing with the tea cases. Yes. And so, what was our decision?
0: Our decision was to do the Swappy Swap Swap (laughs) (laughs) instead of the Swappy Swap. And so, uh, what we did was we pulled uh, Bobcat into the shop. Mm -hmm. We pushed uh, the second gen out of the shop and then we had to winch the second gen up onto the concrete pad in front of the shop so yeah. we could work on it because Bobcat, we took the drive shafts out of it so uh, Bobcat didn't have drive shafts and the second gen didn't have drive shafts so how do you move a rig with no drive shafts? <laughs> you know what would have been smart? <laughs> huh. Now that, now <clears throat> except, you know, three days, four days later and mm-hmm. we're thinking
1: about this before i fully reversed into the shop we should have just hooked up the for uh, the second gen forerunner and just pulled it up yeah. while i was reversing in
0: i the realized shop. that as i was saying yeah everything too. <laughs> so uh if you guys saw a story on instagram yeah. that showed a rig being winched to bobcat the second gen being winched to bobcat with no audio on it you can blame jimmy <laughs> that was my fault
1: <laughs> I was playing with gifs and words, and I turned didn't want to listen to myself repeat over and over and over on my story, so mm-hmm. I turned the sound off. And then ninety nine point nine percent of the time, I remember to turn the sound back on. But that point one percent of the time, but that time,
0: and, yeah, I've had a, a couple people say, "What was up with that story?" I, oh I yeah, figure, that's funny because nobody said anything. Really? Yeah, not one. <laughs> that's funny. No comment. So and it was my to, story. Yeah, I know. so I had to give them the commentary oh, of yeah. it, mm-hmm. which was you know when you have two rigs without drive shafts this is how you move them right and then me in the background going and this is how you set up recovery points with a strap (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh yeah so that's what that story was um Mm -hmm. but anyway so we got bobcat in uh, pulled the second gen, winched it up onto the concrete slab. That's outside the That's shop. That's outside the shop. Yeah, so inside the shop, we had the
1: first gen mm-hmm. and Bobcat. Mm-hmm. And then we put the second gen on the concrete slab that mm-hmm. was outside. Mm-hmm. And since we couldn't, we uh, like really could only go straight back for the most part with the second gen. So it ha- just went off the concrete pad and <laughs> yeah. we put a big old like four by four back there to just stop it. Cause it didn't have brakes yeah. either. Cause not- we didn't, um, didn't have anything blood. Didn't yet. have anything blood yet at that point. And so, um, yeah. And so that filled up almost the shop for the most part, which is pretty crazy.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. Anyway. So then we got a uh, Bobcat, his drive lines pulled drive shafts mm-hmm. and the transfer case pulled yep and then we realized how easy it is to do a twin stick mod to a transfer case so we shot a video doing a twin stick mod yep during shooting that video We stripped a bolt So we shot another video <laughs> Yeah Of the gear wrench Bolt biters
1: Which are awesome <laughs> Which
0: are Those things are Freaking sweet They are really um, Really cool I'm gonna end up Having to steal the set When you're not looking At some point
1: uh, So might. That's probably gonna happen <laughs> And it was funny Cause when we went To um, the local auto parts store We were mm-hmm. talking to The young lady Behind the counter And she was like I want a set of those Yeah And she was all stoked She wants to do some work On her exhaust And mm-hmm. exhausts get rusted All the time And you mm-hmm. can never get them off
0: i found that out this morning
1: yeah and uh i was like i'll let you borrow them and i don't yeah. think she'd give them back either once i, like, if I gave them
0: to her yeah you need to so, put like tracking on yeah. those uh, hidden maybe GPS i'll just trackers on see them. what you need like oh
1: you need a 10 and a 12 millimeter one here you go yeah. here's those <laughs> yeah
0: so anyways yeah they're super easy to use a lot mm. of those uh bolt biters that you get from like say craftsman or something other you really have to hammer them on yeah in order to get them to seat properly and, uh a lot of times you can only really go one direction, which is off, right? Mm-hmm. With the gear wrench ones, it all it takes is a super light tap. You can almost just push it on by yeah. hand.
1: Their instructions actually say to push. Yeah, like don't even um, don't tap it on. And when yeah. we tapped it on, just because that's I'm so accustomed to doing that uh-huh. with the other styles. Yeah. Yeah, but they have this tapered design that's supposed to suck the the nut or the bolts or whatever in. <laughs>
0: uh huh. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Don't mind me. Keep going. <laughs> Get your head out of the gutter. Uh, so
1: you don't actually have to tap uh, anything. So okay, no tapping.
0: No tapping. Just use that. Don't that, tap that. Don't tap that. Just use the gear wrench bolt biters to suck mm-hmm. the nut in yes. to the the bolt biter. So yeah, and then it
1: has <laughs> um, it has some funky design on the backside, uh-huh. so you you can use a standard or a metric. Uh-huh. um box end wrench mm-hmm. on it. And it has a three eight adapter on it. So you can use mm-hmm. a wrench or you can use a ratchet.
0: Or an and, air impact. Or air impact, or, yeah. They're supposedly yeah,
1: there I don't have I, we never did or tried that, no. but they do have it be or the, it is available to have um, air impact and it's supposed mm-hmm. to last 10 times longer than things on the market mm-hmm. with the air, the air impact style.
0: Yeah, I was I was very impressed with how little effort it took to for it to really grab mm-hmm. the stripped bullhead. And we were, we were getting into an Allen, so it was a perfectly circular round. There was right. no corners for it to grab at all. And it notched right into the round. Mm-hmm. The head of the Allen bolt, super easy, and I was like, "Wow!" So we ended up using it again on my brakes to get my my brake yeah. bleeder off too. So, yeah, uh, it was that was a really cool set. Check those out for sure. But um, so we uh, did the twin stick modification, which takes like ten minutes of yeah, bench time. If it wasn't you, hard at all. It was not hard. We're gonna have a video coming out soon. So if you want to do a twin stick mod to your Toyota transfer case. Watch for that to come out on the YouTubes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so after we did that, we figured well, we, we did had that, we, And
1: we did that on two transfer cases. And we did it on two transfer cases, yeah. So we did it on the one that it will eventually go back into
0: Bobcat. Correct. So... So, uh... We did that, and then we figured we had lots of time left in the day. That's why we shot the extra videos. We figured we were way ahead of schedule. Right. And then we went to put RTV on the transfer case mm-hmm. that's going in the second gen. So, I put the RTV on it and then lifted it up with the transmission jack to slide it into place on at the end of the uh, first case underneath the second gen. And what happened there, buddy? It wouldn't go in. I hate when that happens. Is that a problem? uh,
1: Yeah, I mean, we had it on a transmission jack, so it was pretty easy to lift. It wasn't Mm -hmm. very difficult.
0: Yeah. You want to silence that thing? No, it's fine. Nobody can hear in the background. The ding, ding, ding.
1: (laughs) I bet it's the whiskey, wine, and Wheeling guys.
0: It's probably them or the Mike and Max Off-road. Yeah, it is. (laughs) We have a group text message going on with the three podcasts, and it always gets a little out of hand. So, Just getting blown up right now (laughs) in the middle of our recording. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, what happened with uh, our tea case? Why wouldn't it go in there? Um, Well, that
1: evening, we had no real idea. Correct. it just we were lifting it up it wouldn't slide in you know it would slide in very very minutely and we could tell like that pitch. it was yeah maybe yeah and but we could tell that it was in the splines mm-hmm. you know we even second second guessed ourselves like wait are these the right spline counts and they, yeah. they you know we ended up pulling it out and you know and they were the right splines and for them it wouldn't go in i mean we tried to do a ratchet strap around it mm-hmm. and try to ratchet strap it and suck it in and it wouldn't go and then um we were using the dead blow on mm-hmm. the the output flange and hitting it and it wouldn't go in yeah. and we were just running into all these problems and that's when we were like you know what it's it was like nine o'clock at night
0: it was it was cool it might have been 930, 9 30 9 30 i've yeah. lost track of time all i remember is that the rtv had started curing right and so i was like well, it doesn't matter. Now we have to stop right. and clean all the RTV off and mm-hmm. redo the RTV if we want to keep going. And I was yes. like, that's going to take too long. Let's just call it here. We're getting frustrated.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. And then, so we called it that night and then mm-hmm. that next morning you came over and you started cleaning off the RTV mm-hmm. and um, and then... You did some, like, you cleaned the threads, you cleaned the output threads, you know, we used a toothbrush and, like, cleaned them really, really, you know, well, because we didn't want any gunk and grime in there, we didn't Uh want anything, you know, like, anything holding it up, and we went to put it up again. Same thing. Same thing. Exact same, same exact thing problem. Happened.
0: Nothing was going together. Yeah. And... Um, so, we eventually took it off of the transmission jack and just started bench pressing it and just shaking it around to see if we could get it. Maybe it just wasn't aligning perfectly. Right. And through shaking it around, I was like, hey, all the bolts here are moving except this one or mm-hmm. all the all the, the studs... Yeah. ...are moving except this one. So, it seems like for some reason it might be bound up on this one. I don't know, but... yeah." And you were like, what are you talking? It, should, it shouldn't be. And I was like, here, trade me places. <laughs> throw that T-case over to me here. I'll, I'll yeah. bench press it and shake it around. And then you came over and you're like, oh, yeah, that might be. I don't know. So yeah. we so. to test it, we removed the stud. Yeah, we took that stud out. And it slid right in. And it just went Ploop, and plopped yeah. right in. No problems. Easy, no problem. Like problems. it should have exactly. the first time. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh. So that's what it feels like to put a T case in. Yeah. Uh, and then
1: we kind of pulled it a little bit out uh again. Uh And then I put, I double nutted the stud Uh and put that in. Yeah. And it tightened the stud through the The adapter adapter plate plate. like one click at a time again. (laughs) Like I literally was had to put, I would put the wrench in, tighten it a little bit, pull the wrench off, flip the wrench 180 degrees, Uh put the wrench back on, tighten it a little bit. And I had to do that all the way till that stud was tight. Yeah. And there was enough room actually to take both of the nuts off and loosen it. And then, which was
0: surprising. I thought that we were going to end up keeping with two nuts on. Yeah. yeah, I thought it would have
1: turned it into a bolt. (laughs) Um, yeah, so then we were able to get it off, and then I put a washer, the lock washer, and then the mm-hmm. the actual one nut on there. So, yeah. yeah, and tightened it all. Well, loosely tightened it all, and we
0: let mm-hmm. it sit for um, like three or four hours. It was about four, four and a half yeah. uh, to let the RTV cure in mm-hmm. there. So while we let it sit, we did some other projects. Yep. And we started working on the electrical, the switch panel system, the switch panel block in there, which is super cool. Yeah, uh, it is. I was researching a bunch of different switch panel boxes, and the one I ended up going with was a Rough Country. Okay. And why did you all. choose that? A couple different reasons. Uh, a was price. Yeah. It's only 200 bucks as opposed to like S uh, Switch Pods and S Pro, S Switch Pros and S Pods. That's what it there is. Uh, they're, you know, four or $500. Right. Uh, and the rough country one, I looked it over when I got it to make sure all the connections were soldered properly, that all the wiring was done well Mm -hmm. and it is done. It seems like it's done pretty darn well Okay, for the price that it is Um, and that, and it has rocker switches, right? It's one of the few left with big fat rocker switches, which is what I want when I have to trigger my lockers. In the middle of a trail, in the middle of an obstacle, if I need to. So, uh, I went with that. I got the TJ version because they don't make ones that are set up for the second gen 4Runner, like any Toyotas at all. So I had to get the TJ one, uh, which mounts to the firewall in the engine bay and kind of sits and hangs the box over the engine Mm -hmm. and then, uh, runs the wiring in through the firewall and then the, it's supposed to go up through your dash, and uh, the switches are supposed to mount on top of the dash in the little tray oh, okay. that's on TJ's. That makes sense. Uh but I don't have a train. My dash is really curved. You don't so have a TJ. I don't have a TJ. <laughs> so that box, because it's flat, didn't sit flush on my dash anywhere. Sure. So I had to put it, flip it upside down, put it up on my headliner, and I put a, a wood flange on the backside. So it flanged with the headliner, mm-hmm. ran all the wiring, took my headliner apart, my A pillar cover, my. Uh, the kick panel, the glove box, the whole front of the dash off, all everything um, mm-hmm. was all torn apart to run all the wiring and I had to completely redo the wiring harness because yeah. it was the wrong length and the wrong size for the different where I needed the length of it.
1: Yeah. They only needed you to go through the firewall and up to the top of the dash. And here (laughs) you are going up all the way to the top of the A pillar, then Mm -hmm. halfway across the roof, Yep. you know? Yeah, definitely. So you had to lengthen it. How much do you think?
0: Uh, it was about three feet. Yeah. So, uh, it was, it was an interesting, fun project. Uh, I got to use all the, up all your, your solder, low heat solder connectors. Oh yeah. (laughs) So I'll be restocking those. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, it came out great. Uh, it's a really super clean install. I'm pretty excited about it. The whole thing has a low voltage disconnect as well. That's really cool. Which is really nice. So the, um, once your battery drops below a, a certain voltage, it'll cut off everything from the battery that you have hooked up to the switch panel. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so so like if you're running a fridge in the back of the mm-hmm. truck and it's drawing, you know, uh, power. Mm-hmm. If your battery drops before to a certain level, that the mm-hmm. do you set that level?
0: can you or is uh, it preset i haven't looked to see it's definitely preset i yeah. haven't looked to see if i can change it and set it to a different level though okay
1: Yeah, so then it'll turn the power off to the fridge Mm -hmm. so that you can still start your car.
0: Yep, and the same thing, you know, like I'm going to have a bunch of radios hooked up to it. Yeah. (laughs) And so uh, the radios will have a low voltage disconnect. So if the battery drops below a certain voltage, it'll Mm -hmm. cut off the radio so I don't kill the battery. Uh, So it's a pretty cool system. I'm pretty excited to play with it and see how it turns out. No, it was
1: nice. Mm -hmm. Um, My only gripe about it is Mm -hmm. that the rocker panel... Switch's box is humongous. It is a pretty big box, yeah. You know, and it's like... I don't know. It. I mean, I think it where you put it, it's out of the way, and it's mm-hmm. not going to be a problem. But I don't understand why they need such a large capacity area to for an on-off switch, which
0: it's all it has it's, it's is the, a wire big, going to it. It's because it's the big rocker switches right but why does it need to be so deep it's like four inches deep because on the back of those rocker switches they go in an inch and a half and then there's another half inch of um a spade connector on the back of them so they're a good two inches deep um in there and then you have to have the wires that come off and go around in the back there too so Uh,
1: to me that's i don't understand that seems like it's overkill it's larger than it needs to be Mm. i don't know i mean just for a little toggle switch why does it need to be two inches deep? You know, like... Because it's it's, it's it's more than a
0: toggle switch. There's a a light inside as well. So you have the toggle switch. They're all set up, I believe, in parallel. So you kind of have all these wires going back and forth Mm -hmm. to a main wire, essentially. Um, But uh, it's a... I don't.
1: That's my only gripe with it. I mean, I think the box inside the engine bay is nice and compact and tight. Mm -hmm. It looks good. Um, Once we added the other bracket on it, Mm -hmm. it made it uh, much more rigid and stiff, um, which was nice. It was sort of just hanging out and it was awkwardly bouncy, Mm -hmm. you know. And so, I just mocked up a little bracket, a little... I just bent like two bends, you know, and and went down to the um, fender and tied it into a bolt and, you know, just straightened everything out. Um, So, that's nice. And then... Yeah, I thought the. I mean, the overall package was pretty clean. I mm-hmm. just was like, man, that thing's ginormous <laughs> up top. So
0: yeah, once it's up there from the driver's seat, it doesn't look too bad.
1: No, I don't think it does because it's up and out of the way. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. like you know, even in modern day cars, you know, they have all that stuff up like li- <laughs> like lights and mirrors <laughs> uh-huh. and you know, a bunch of switches Sunglasses and sunglass cases and all yeah. that jazz up uh-huh. top. You know, and it, you don't notice it. No. Like I get that, but it, to me, it's like even if that was on a TJ and on there dash Uh you know it'd be pretty large
0: yeah i don't know i'd have to see i don't know of any way you could make that really smaller though yeah so (laughs) physics is not in our favor uh so yeah so we did all that that was on tuesday Mm -hmm. we got all that set up and then we put the gear oil in the transfer case so and all the seals held all the rtv Mm -hmm. held we put the drive shafts on or tried to put the drive shaft on and tried to put the the pinion brake on, ran into issues with the rotor on the pinion brake hitting the floorboard because I don't have a body lift on it, so I had to take it all back off. And the rear drive shaft, the double carden, ran into the crossmember up there, so I yeah. had to take that all back off and put the regular 1U joint drive shaft back on You it. know,
1: thinking about that, I wonder, because the first gen has a, a chunk of mm-hmm. the crossmember actually cut out to fit that double carden mm-hmm. um and so that's what we're probably well that's what we're gonna have to do yeah to the first gen but or to the second gen excuse me um which has a name by the way
0: <laughs> <laughs> no it doesn't yes it does no it does not
1: one of our patrons sherpa who's probably one of the funniest guys at I- an email i've ever read yeah and met. he
0: has some very entertaining emails yes <laughs> <for sure.
1: laughs> uh he he did come up with a name for the first or for the second gen
0: okay what's the name jimmy it's green eggs and ham get it do you ham. want to explain why that's the name i don't <laughs> quite it's green it's like, green it is a green radio. i don't know where
1: the eggs come in i don't know where that you're is n- like i don't know you're nuts or you your your head is scrambled eggs i don't know probably but green the forerunner's green so green eggs but then ham for the ham radio
0: yeah so uh-huh. supposedly <laughs> the forerunner's new name is Green Eggs and Ham, but that's such a mouthful to say. Yeah. So I don't know. Green egg G E H. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's Geh. It's G-E. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Going but, willing and Geh today. <laughs> so, but the fact that you don't have a body lift on mm-hmm. on G-E means <laughs> that we might have to cut more away of that cross member than what was cut on the first gen. Mm-hmm. You like almost the whole thing out. Yeah. So, we're going to have to evaluate that and see what we're going to have to do. Yeah. I do know they make different size double cardens though. Oh. so Do you have
0: a little tiny double garden?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I think you might already have the smaller version because uh-huh. yours mounts up to a Toyota flange and mine mounts up to a Chevy flange. Yeah. So... We'll, we'll have to look into it. I'm and not see. too
0: concerned f- about it now. Once I break mm-hmm. that one, then I'll, I'll start being concerned about it. Yeah.
1: So Well, the unfortunate part about that is you should change it sooner than later because if you don't have a double cardon on, it sends a weird vibration down the drive shaft mm, and will yeah. loosen your pinion nut. Yeah. So. How
0: it, do you, you know should, that? Uh, <laughs> because that's happened to Bobcat. <laughs> 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 yeah. So. Yeah, we'll have to look into that. We'll see. That's on the to-do list to check into. Uh, so when we went on Tuesday to kind of get everything up and running, mm-hmm. and we put together everything the drive shafts on, and we started aligning and adjusting the steering to go take it for a test drive... And what happened uh, with the steering? We had a little bit of a hang-up there.
1: Yeah, well, we did install new rod ends because Mm -hmm. yours were shot. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we put new ones on there, which is a common occurrence. I mean, Mm -hmm. I I think bobcats are shot right now. (laughs) Um, but uh, So we added new ones on there, and then we tightened... Um, the, we had to tighten in, toe in the steering because it was way out. It was like three and a half inches out. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it was massive. And so we ended up tightening it and tightening it and tightening it. And unfortunately what we had to do is because it had a welded on, um, hydro assist bar, we couldn't Mm -hmm. just simply turn the bar. Yeah. We had to like turn each one, like take it out of the steering arm uh-huh. and turn the one individually or both individually and put them back in. Yeah. Um, and, but on, just making the short story shorter, it we couldn't tighten it anymore. We had it completely 100% as tight as possible. And we were still about an inch off.
0: We were, we were one towed out. That
1: was that really? Okay. Yeah. So we we're pretty so we close. We were
0: almost even, mm-hmm. but it was still towed out is no bueno for yeah. big tires at all so you right. want to be one quarter to one eighth towed in um with big tires and so we couldn't get there the nope. the tie rod was too long we could not suck it in far enough so that kind of put a damper on our tuesday night yeah. we thought for sure we were gonna have the rig up and running and i was gonna get mm-hmm. to drive home tuesday night with it and at that point
1: though we were also looking at like we were 7 or 8 o'clock at night yeah. at that point yep. and so it wasn't like there wasn't the option to go oh let's go get what we need yeah. right away you know um it was already everything was already closed mm-hmm. it was getting dark I think we were running lights outside just mm-hmm. trying to figure everything out Um and so yeah that put a damper on finishing the forerunner that day
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um and so we had a put our
0: tail between our legs and admit defeat and (laughs) as much as i didn't want to i was trying i was being stubborn like no no we will just run it i'll run it and i was and you were like that's not a good idea it's not a good idea that's not it and i was like okay fine you're right well it's not only that
1: like it (laughs) i mean it could be done like it you know it would probably tear your tires up and i mean Mm -hmm. the thing we put brand new parts in there and it would held it would have held Mm -hmm. but the thing was it was already a part yeah right and for us to put the whole rig together Mm -hmm. for you to go drive, do the weekend adventure, then to come back and us tear that part of the rig apart. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, just to fix that one part just didn't make sense. You know, when you didn't really need to drive the rig home, you know, like that evening.
0: I know. Yeah.
1: So, (laughs) so anyway, so, yep, we went to bed late that evening again. Mm -hmm. um, And then woke up in the morning, you know, and you came over and, Brought breakfast and coffee. Thank you uh-huh. very much. Anytime. Um, I'd buy my friends. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. And then uh, we did. Then did we record a podcast that morning? Uh, we did. No, I think we recorded on Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. And then we or went. Monday. It was either Monday, or Tuesday, whatever it was. So, well, one of those days we recorded a podcast. Yeah. And we didn't talk about that. But uh, to fix the tie rod problem, we went into town.
0: Went into town and saw our BFFs. Over at Rough Stuff. Over at Rough Stuff, who yep. have their own podcast now. Yeah. So definitely go check that out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went over and said hi to them, and we we're like, Hey, did you guys miss us? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> haven't seen uh, you in a while. <laughs> haven't seen you in a good <laughs> week or so. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we went and said hi to those guys. Uh, we got a new uh, DOM tubing. one-and-a-half-inch-by-quarter-wall DOM mm-hmm. and some bungs to go in the end to fit the FJ80 rod ends. Yep. And uh, they were nice enough to cut it to the length that we needed f- uh, for us and uh, got it. Went back home. Uh, went back to the shop and uh, got down to work. And Jimmy got down to work fabricating up the new tie rod, mm-hmm. and I got down to work finishing up the electrical uh, switch panel system.
1: Right. So and not only so, I I welded on the tie rod ends, mm-hmm. the bungs onto it, and made sure that it was straight and that we had. Um, We were at the correct length mm-hmm. and things of that nature, you know, and it just took a little bit of a bevel and then just welded up. And it was pretty simple for the most part. Uh, I also welded up the clamp for yes. the hydro assist. Um, yep. I added a nut into the threaded area mm-hmm. to make more splines because previously you had ripped out the the threads out Uh of one of the sides of that clamp Uh and so by adding a nut pretty much i gave us like half to three quarters of an inch of more threads more contact um into the clamp so it can hopefully it'll hold stronger Mm -hmm. than it has in the past so
0: yeah it should i need to um take that out and put some loctite on it Mm-hmm. at some point this weekend. Well, but you
1: should probably get a longer bolt too.
0: And a longer bolt, Because yeah. it
1: was made to only go in what, <laughs> like a quarter inch and now I added uh, like three quarters of an inch to that well, so you've if, got an inch of contact.
0: Yeah, I mean, the we have a lot more contact now so I don't know if we necessarily need a longer bolt. I would not mind having a longer bolt but the only benefit to having a longer bolt would be a little bit more contact mm-hmm. on the threads. I think we're going to have enough just find the way it is. Okay. Um, but the, the spacer that was on the bottom side of the heim Mm -hmm. is the only part missing, but the nut we put on there
1: allows for the movement, allows
0: for the movement like a spacer would on the heim. So, um, but do you
1: think the bolt goes all the way through the nut that we welded on and into the actual clamp? Okay. Then you're, that's fine
0: because the bolt, the, the nut we welded on there is essentially the same height as the spacer was. Okay. So
1: well, then that's yeah. fine. I I I was assuming that it wasn't getting down into the clamp; uh, that it was okay. just going down it was into just the, on nut. the nut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm
0: pretty sure it's all the way down into the clamp, at least a few threads into the clamp. Okay, so. Uh, yeah, so that was we had to take the clamp off of the first gen mm-hmm. and move that over as well.
1: And while we did that, we were mm-hmm. you were also swapping out the pumps or the uh, the rams. the rams. Yeah.
0: So, oh, funny story about that because after when you, we were doing um. Uh, bleeding the steering, Mm -hmm. the RAM was going in the opposite direction of the way we were turning, right? Yes. And so, we swapped the lines on the RAM. And I remember remember I said, no, I took them off and I I put them on the exact same ports. Yeah. we were like, well, maybe this RAM is reversed for some reason. Okay. um, Because when we turned it left, the RAM went right. Yes. When we turned it right, the RAM went left. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, after you left and I was bleeding it a little bit more and kind of finishing that up, uh, I started the engine. Yeah. And with the power steering pump on, the, when the RAM turned right, or when I turned right, the RAM went left after oh. I swapped them. So apparently, if the engine is not on, your RAM is going to behave. Different opposite from when your engine is on. Interesting. But that wasn't the case when we did the first gen the first time. Yeah, I don't know. That's bizarre. So it was, it was very bizarre. Um, but yeah, I tried after swapping those, I yeah. turned it on, I turned left and the whole system went uh, <laughs> jammed up and moved <laughs> the RAM a little bit, moved the clamp a little bit on the, the rod. And I was like, Oh, okay. So I had to swap those back.
1: <laughs> oh, Bummer. <laughs> but, uh, that's interesting. I wonder, I've never, experienced that. I had not either. I, when I was looking underneath the rig and we were just cycling the steering, it would, you know, they were going in opposite directions and I was mm-hmm. like, what the heck? Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I've never experienced that either. So, uh, yeah, I got it all buttoned up and uh, tightened everything down. Mm-hmm. The, um, well, let me see, Tuesday, so this is Wednesday, um, putting all that together and then you had to go and I spent an extra hour at the mm-hmm. shop um, kind of buttoning things down, making sure things were torqued. Yep. And then yeah. I drove home.
1: Yeah, and yeah. how did the drive go? Uh,
0: interesting. Okay. It was uh, loud because I don't have boots on the twin sticks, so there's just a okay. hole in the floorboard, yeah. so it's loud coming up through there. Uh, I forgot to delete the muffler, so right. I was a little. So why
1: why did we delete the muffler?
0: Because the muffler and the the out of the exhaust mm-hmm. dumped like two inches from my rear shock. Literally straight onto the <laughs> straight shock. Straight into the shock. And I was like, like it doesn't turn down. Good. It doesn't no. <laughs> turn right or
1: left. It literally right onto the shock. Yes.
0: So I was like, that's not good. No. But I forgot to delete it before driving home. And I realized it halfway home. And I was like, oh. Yeah. Well, I hope this doesn't blow out my shock. <laughs> <Going> <laughs> driving home. Uh, I tested this morning, didn't blow it out, which is nice. Um, but I immediately, first thing I did this morning was I deleted from the cat, Back. Yeah. Um, okay. So, did you turn
1: it on? Yeah. How loud is it?
0: It's not too bad, actually. It's not really? as loud as the first gen was. Oh, wow. Is yeah. okay. So, not too bad. Uh, Interesting. And then, so I did that. I had to tighten down the drag link and torqued down the wheels mm-hmm. before I drove it home. And then, on the way home, it was loud, and I had a really bad death wobble, forty to forty-five miles an hour. Oh, really? Which I had a little bit on the first gen, mm-hmm. um, but when I put the hydro assist on the first gen, it like got rid of it, right. And so it the hydro assist on the second gen does not get rid of the death wobble.
1: <laughs> Dang, <laughs> and it's okay. pretty
0: it's pretty violent forty to forty five miles an hour. And since it, I use I was thinking with the first gen that it was something to do with the suspension, mm-hmm. uh, or um the the suspension or the steering right but i we have all new steering all new steering ends yeah um the suspension is different and I'm still getting a death wobble. And it's not the balance of the wheels and tires because I swapped the tires around and they're still, it's right. still there.
1: And you have the bead, the BBs in there and, and stuff. Yeah, I got the balancing so.
0: beads in them. So, it's kind of like... Hmm. I'm not sure what's causing it. I, I, there could be a few different things from a trunnion bearing to a Burfield to the, a bad caliper that's yeah. causing it. I don't know. Um, so, we'll we'll have to dig into
1: that investigate it if anybody has any good tips on trying figuring out how to remove death wobble please let us know
0: yeah Um, but beyond 45 miles an hour runs awesome (laughs) smooth as can be
1: so you just got to go from 40 to 45 as fast as you can exactly (laughs) (laughs) there's a speed up through that. hopefully there's no corner
0: yeah So, uh, yeah, other than that, it's driving well. It's all good to go except for the lockers. I just got to finish up the lockers and then I'll be able to go uh, wheeling this weekend. Nice. So, yeah, that's where the Forerunner's at and that's everything we've done and the story of putting it all together Yeah, for seven days. Now, Now,
1: we have a first gen to put together.
0: We have... Well, we're going to put Bobcat together first.
1: Okay. We've got so, Bobcat to put together. Mm-hmm. And I am taking the R151 mm-hmm. out of the first gen mm-hmm. and the TKs out of the mm-hmm. first gen and putting... Well, and the 471 out of the first gen, <laughs> technically, even though it's not on the first gen right now. Yeah. And those are going to go into Bobcat. Yep. Um, we also got new rear leaf springs uh-huh. for Bobcat, the same ones that are the Pro five inch uh, Chevy sixty threes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got an add a leaf on it. It's got a uh, overload. Ang- overload, yeah, that's the add a leaf. Okay, the angle. What I forgot the, the shim, the shim, mm-hmm. an angled shim for to adjust. Uh, you know, the axle to caster, caster. Thank you again. Um. And I'm gonna take that off. I'm gonna take the overload spring off, and I'm probably gonna pull a leaf spring out of it. It's a four pack, and yeah. I'm gonna probably go down to a three pack. Okay, because um, like,
0: you're super lightweight in the end, so you don't need yeah all that. I don't have that the weight.
1: Sense. Um, I want to try to break it in. I also want to. I don't want to lift it five inches, mm-hmm. and so I'm hopefully that removing all these additional things that I'll lift it four three to four inches yeah um and then that will hopefully level bobcat out a lot yeah or help it out a lot and level it um because that will i mean i think the chevy 63s that i have under there now which are great spring or well which are a great length of spring i think these are just clapped out i think they're just done yeah um you know they they flex a lot and they flex (laughs) they invert invert, you know and so yeah they're just done um And so I'm hoping that'll solve that. And then we've got to put the f- um, first gen together. Yep. So it took us seven days to get everything apart and build the first or the second gen uh-huh. Green Eggs and Ham. Yeah. And then yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now we've got to put Bobcat and the first gen back together. Yep. And then we've got a massive clean project in the shop.
0: We have a big cleaning and organization <laughs> project to do in the shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then after that, we get to hopefully maybe start working on Samantha.
1: Yeah, yeah, hopefully. So. Um, yeah, I've got a few little projects. I don't know, you know, like it'll probably be Samantha Bobcat, Samantha Bobcat for a mm-hmm. little bit, um, and then throw Charlotte in the mix. There, I have like ten projects on for Charlotte. Small little uh, projects for yeah. Charlotte. Yeah. um lined up and i got hit up by Laminex today saying nice. hey we're just coming out with this new project for third gens do you want it and i said i told him i was like yeah i'd love to do it i just want to let you know that i'm probably a month out on any video right now oh yeah <laughs> and they're like no problem let us know when you get within a week and we'll send it to you nice <laughs> and so yeah i'm like i unfortunately i've got a backlog of like things that, that I need to get done, yeah. and videos that need to get are edited right now. I that mean, if I you have think on about the it in the
0: last seven days, we shot one, two, three, four, five, six videos. Five videos.
1: I was counting four, but yeah, four. Okay. In the last seven days, we shot at four to six videos.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> gotta get those out. You gotta mm-hmm. get the Bear Lake video out. Mm-hmm. There's Hell Hole. Hell Hole. You gotta get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got, uh, and then there's,
1: I don't know, there's um a sticker removal video, there's, um I've got, there's an, I don't know, there's a few other videos on that list, I can't remember, I'm trying to look over at my computer, but it's not pulling, it's not lined up right now for it, Um and uh, then, geez, man. I've got, I have probably five or six things on the shelf, yeah. sitting, waiting to get
0: installed, yep. so... So, yeah, we're going to be busy here at the Snail Trail Shop over yes. the next, like, um, two months, <laughs> three months. If not, yeah. That'll <laughs> uh, be good. That just means more content for all you guys out there. There so you go. Definitely. That'll be a good time. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, that kind of, we have eaten up a huge chunk of this episode, just getting you guys up to date on everything that went on with the Forerunner and where we're at. So, uh, we're going to wrap it up here wrap it up baby um we have a couple big kind of things coming up here we're reaching the end of september so make sure you get in on the giveaway if you want to yeah uh we're gonna have a special guest on october 3rd uh which we will also be a ad- um what are we announcing the gift boxes, gift boxes. october 3rd and well, and the winner of the drawing and the winner of the drawing so october 3rd is gonna be a fun episode make sure you check in for that in a couple days here Yep. So, uh, if you guys need to get a hold of us in any time there, if you have, uh, questions about build planning that you want to hear us go over, just send them on into us. Jimmy at snailtrail4x4.com, Tyler at snailtrail4x4.com. Uh, you can reach us through YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, the website. Um, probably shoot up a bat signal in the sky and one of us will answer that works too so <laughs> um, yeah I think I'd to, be like oh cool batman I know he's going to be looking around <laughs> who's calling batman uh, yeah. so anyways yeah get a hold of us if get a hold of us if you guys have questions um, I've gotten a lot of questions regarding engine questions yeah. for my buddy so if you have any other engine questions send those in as well I am compiling the list there and I think that's it as for reminders and So, yeah. Good? Excited. Any last words you want to add for everybody?
1: I'm excited to hear what you think of the differences between the second gen and the second gen.
0: (laughs) And with that, my friends, keep crawling.